I'm basically recording this now so I don't forget what just happened. And here we are. These are my reactions and thoughts to the Apple event that just happened. Let's go! Welcome to Techie Speak, an utterly techie podcast where Julian CB, that's me, speaks his mind on various tech topics for techies and non-techies alike. New episodes pop up every Saturday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Here's the episode. So this is a special episode of Techie Speak. I didn't want to wait for Saturday to talk about the stuff that popped up during the Apple event. So this will be a special episode. It will still be numbered. But yeah, we're here. And these are my thoughts and reactions to the Apple event. Let's go. First up, I didn't expect this. I thought we wouldn't get any iPad news, but we got them. First off is the 9th gen iPad, which basically carries over the same design from the 8th gen iPad, but it has A13 Bionic, and surprisingly, it has a new 12 megapixel ultra wide camera with center stage. I was really surprised by that. You would think that Apple wouldn't bring that kind of feature to the rest of the iPad lineup because it was from the iPad Pro, but apparently it's a good enough feature to bring to even the cheapest iPad. So yeah, we have the 12 megapixel front ultra wide camera with center stage on the cheapest iPad, which is nuts. It still starts at 329, but this time it has 64 gig of storage. Yeah, that's the ninth gen iPad. In a nutshell. Next up is the long-rumored. I'm sure James of TechMNO would love this so much. The new iPad mini, which looks insane. It's basically an iPad Air shrunk down into a cute size, but it looks like an iPad Air mini. It's basically what happened. So this new iPad mini has the same smaller bezel design as the iPad Air and iPad Pro by extension. And yeah, same Touch ID sensor on the power button with a 12 megapixel rear camera and a flash for, you know, uh, taking photos and scanning documents with the iPad. And the front camera is also a 12 megapixel front ultra wide camera with center stage. What? I did not expect that. Seriously, I didn't. Like, I thought we wouldn't get anything that drastic for an iPad mini. Like, seriously, it's an iPad mini. And it's bananas to think that there are better cameras on the iPad mini than the iPad Air that we just got last year. Not only that, we also get the A15 Bionic on the new iPad mini. So, what happens to the iPad Air now? Like seriously, it makes the iPad Air look old by comparison. 
And it's not just a chip. We also get 5G on the iPad mini. What? 5G. Bananas, right? Like, you would think all those features would be in the iPad Air first, but apparently not. We got them all in the iPad mini. Surprising, right? So, the new iPad mini starts at 499 for the Wi-Fi only model, and it comes in four colors. Yeah, it comes in four colors, pink, purple, starlight, and space gray. Apparently, some of, some of the gold-ish colors are named starlight now. I don't know why. Probably a color coordination for future products. I'm not really sure. But we get a pink iPad now. Can't wait to show my mom that. Whew. Whew. Yep, that's for the iPads. Oh, before I proceed to the next product, when the event started, there was all these Apple TV previews. Uh, not really into that, so I'll just leave it to the blog post I'll be posting on utterlytechie.com for highlights on that but yeah there was fitness plus stuff eh next up is the apple watch people really expected it to go blocky and flat on the series 7 what ended up happening not really it's still the same curved design (laughs) which i really like huh oh okay it just got the same curved design one who leaked that must be wrong. <laughs> yeah, so basically, we got a new Apple Watch. It's called the Series 7. And uh, it was reported that there would be... It was reported that there would be issues with the supply. But they launched it anyway. But they said it would be available later this fall. So what that means is there may be problems with the supply but they announced a lot of stuff anyway including uh, five new aluminum colors green blue product red starlight which is the goldish color and midnight which is the blackish color but it's not really black there so it also comes in stainless steel so i think there's gold and stuff and then there's also titanium but i'm not sure exactly what are what were the color options for each material the band sizes are still the same the bands are the same so nothing to worry about the bands but the screen is bigger but the design is still basically the same (laughs) not much there it has a bigger screen compared to series 6 and way bigger than series 3 speaking of series 3 it's still in the lineup for some reason. So we get the Series 3 for $199. Then we get the Apple Watch SE from $279. And the Series 7 from $399. So there. That's the Apple Watch lineup in the future. But for now, uh, they say that the Series 7 is available later this fall. So... The supply issues may be true some way. 
Next up is the Fitness Plus stuff. Yeah, there were like new workouts and stuff, but again, not really for me. It's still gonna be on the blog post coming out later. But yeah, that's the Apple Watch side. And now for the main event. What's the main event, you might ask? The new iPhones, of course. <laughs> what else did you expect? It's the new iPhones. Four of them. So there's the iPhone 13 mini, the iPhone 13, the iPhone 13 Pro, and the I- iPhone 13 Pro Max. Here's the lowdown. The iPhone 13 lineup has a smaller notch, uh, has sensor shift on the wide camera, photographic styles that's common across all models, cinematic mode, which is nuts. It uses this focus racking where it will focus on a subject and then it can focus to another subject, which is really trippy. When I saw the video, it's nuts. Anyway, so... The iPhone 13 and 13 mini comes in five new colors. So there's the pink one, which Mary Bautista and Isa of Isa Does Tech are really excited about. And they've been raving about that forever. Then there's a blue one, which looks better than the last year's blue. Because this one is more muted, which I like. The product red one, which is more red now which MKBHD would really much appreciate. The Starlight and Midnight. Which is weird because the Starlight here doesn't look white. So it's not really white-white. It's more of a off-white. And Midnight basically looks black at this point. That's the iPhone 13 design. The cameras. Still two cameras, but they're in a diagonal position because... The wide camera has sensor shift, so it's a bigger sensor, and it has sensor shift. So that's the big change with the dual cameras on the 13. The ultra-wide, not as much change. And then the front, the true-depth camera sensors are already closer enough to each other, giving it a smaller notch. But there's still a notch. It's still there. But... It's smaller, making it slightly better. Thanks to the new layout of the battery, the iPhone 13 series has better battery life, at least according to their claims. So the iPhone 13 mini battery life claimed to be 1.5 hours longer than the iPhone 12 mini, while the iPhone 13 claims to have 2.5 hours longer battery life than iPhone 12. So that's the battery life situation on both iPhone 13 and 13 mini. Interesting, but I have yet to see it to believe it because last I checked the 12s, 12 series batteries, not that good except for the Max, the Pro Max. That's a big boy. The big boy. So... Yeah, those were the highlight features of the iPhone 13. Oh yeah, if you're really into Dolby Vision, 
HDR video recording, you can do that in 4K 60fps with HDR. Yeah, if you really care about that. But other than that, not really much camera features besides cinematic mode and yeah, photographic styles. The iPhone 13 starts with 128 gigs of storage and it goes up to 256 and 512. So for that one, so for the iPhone 13 mini, it starts at um, $699 or I was surprised when I saw this, there's Philippine pricing now. So the iPhone 13 mini in the Philippines costs 44,990 pesos, which is a thousand pesos more expensive than the 12 mini. And the iPhone 13 costs 50,990 for the 128 gigs, which is also a thousand pesos more expensive than the 12. But to be fair, it's 128 gigs now. So not really gonna knock them on that. But yeah, if you check the storage options for the 13 mini, the 512 gig goes up to 63,990, while the meager 256 costs 50,990. And for the 13, the 256 costs 57,990, while the 512 goes up to 69,990. Nice. That's iPhone 13. Hmm. Interesting. But the more interesting is the Pro models. The iPhone 13 Pro and the 13 Pro Max. Still the same design. Matte back. Stainless steel sides. So those shiny things. But I don't know if it's really that shiny now compared to last year where the gold was really gold. So the 13 Pro and Pro Max come in four colors, graphite, gold, silver. So they basically kept the first three colors and a new Sierra blue color. So it's lighter than the Pacific blue we got on the 12 Pro series. Very, very odd choice. I didn't expect this color. I actually like the color, but I prefer the Pacific blue. We still get the same screen, so it's 6.1 inch and 6.7 inch displays for the 13 Pro. But unlike the 13, which basically just sticks with the Super Retina XDR display for the 5.4 inch and the 6.1 inch on the 13 mini and the 13. But both of them have 800 nits brightness, which is great. Good for the mini and the regular 13. But the Pro models are nuts. They now have a thousand nits peak max brightness and a 1200 max brightness. So basically the same HDR brightness, but the typical brightness is already a thousand nits. So whew, that's going to be bright outside. Other than that, there's this mythical feature that finally arrived with the pro models. 120 hertz refresh rate. But it's not, it's not going to stick to 120 hertz. It's using ProMotion. So if you're familiar with that term, that's the iPad Pro feature where it refreshes down 
from 10 hertz to 120 hertz. So they did it already with the 13 Pro series. Like I said, it refreshes down to 10 hertz if you're not doing much with the screen and up to 120 hertz when you are playing games or like having fast-paced stuff on your screen. Weird that we didn't get always on display, but I guess that's because there's only 10 hertz and I don't think they're ready to eat eat the battery cost of that. Here's a little quirk for the 13 series. The A15 on the 13 and 13 mini has a 4-core GPU. Meanwhile, the Pro and Pro Max gets a 5-core GPU. So if you're more into gaming on your phone, then your better option is the 13 Pro and Pro Max. But of course, that's not the aspect you really came to see when it comes to the Pro and Pro Max. What you came to see, the cameras on the Pro and Pro Max. Did they get better? Are they really better? Answer is resounding yes. The cameras on the 13 Pro and 13 Pro Max are nuts. So we still get the same three. So the telephoto, the wide, and the ultra wide. All three sensors just got steroids. <laughs> the telephoto lens is a 77 millimeter equivalent. That gives you three times optical zoom. I know people who got the 12 Pro Max got that 65 millimeter telephoto lens, but yeah, I I felt it was a stopgap for some reason. So yeah, for the Pro and Pro Max, we get the 3x optical zoom now. Sorry, 12 Pro Max users. For the wide camera, this is where it goes bananas. Unlike the 13 and 13 mini, which kept the same f1.6 aperture on its cameras, the 13 Pro and Pro Max get a better f1.5 aperture. And the ultra wide on the Pro and Pro Max are better too, with an f1.8 aperture and a 120 degree field of view, which is basically the same, but the aperture is bigger. So. More light gets in. Whoo. Whoo wee. Anyway, another feature that's coming to 13 Pro and Pro Max is ProRes video. So if you're not familiar with ProRes, that's a type of codec that you can use to edit on Final Cut Pro. And for years, uh, it had to be transcoded from, you know, when you're shooting with iPhone videos. There's, there was no full workflow while using your iPhone. Now you do with the ProRes video. But unfortunately, this is a feature that's coming in a later software update. Eh, oh well. Oh, here's a, here's a little quirk I just saw. So according to the Apple website, the ProRes video recording only caps out at 1080p at 30fps for... 128 gig iPhone 13 Pro and Pro Max. Interesting quirk, but that's probably because of the storage. But yeah, there. So if you plan to shoot using ProRes on your phone, 
So you better get the bigger storage options, like 256 at least. We still get the cinematic mode. We still get the photographic styles. A unique feature to the Pro models, macro photography. We all knock smartphone makers for including these weak 2 megapixel macro cameras on phones just to augment it and tell people that we have quad camera or five camera setups when two or three of them are useless because they're just like 2 megapixel sensors. With the iPhone, who needs that? It's just using the telephoto lens to do macro photography up to 2 centimeters in closeness so you can really take those very close macro photos so sorry phones with two megapixel macro cameras but i have to admit that the that feature on just the telephoto camera is better just better and for both iphone and for all iphone 13 models we're getting better 5G support. Uh, Apple says that it's gonna support up to 200 carriers in 60 countries by this year. And yeah, I saw that. I saw the list of carriers on their presentation. It included Globe and Smart on it. I'll probably put a picture link in the show notes. It's it's crazy. We were really first to. We were really first to 5G. One of the first, at least. They both still have lightning. MagSafe really didn't change a lot. We all thought it would. But yeah, the notch got smaller too. So that true depth camera that we saw on the 13 also applies to the 13 Pro. The notch got smaller because of the smaller uh, Face ID module, which hopefully the reliability is not bad. So yeah. That's it for the 13 Pro and Pro Max. So, do we want to view the pricing? <laughs> so, for the 13 and 13 Pro Max, it still starts at $999 in the US for the 128 gig. And it goes up to an eye-watering 1 terabyte storage option in the US for $1499. Whew. That's a lot of money. And that's the Pro, if I'm not mistaken. So the Pro Max for the Pro Max 1 terabyte, it's $1599. And thanks to my discovery earlier of the pH pricing, we can do that as well. So for the 13 Pro, it's 63990 for the 128 gig model. And it goes up all the way to one terabyte for 95,990 pesos. So just when you think it's cheaper <laughs> before, like last year it was really cheaper than the 11 series, wait till the 13 Pro Max. The 13 Pro Max starts at 70,990 pesos in the Philippines or 1099 in the US and goes up to one terabyte for hundred one thousand nine hundred ninety pesos. Whew, that's like a laptop already. <laughs> that's like a gaming laptop for a phone. 
Can you believe it? I can. Because it's an iPhone. <laughs> oh, boy. So, yeah. One terabyte for 101,990 pesos. Can you stomach that? Can you honestly stomach that? I can't. Like, I would rather buy two M1 MacBook Airs for the price of an iPhone 12 Pro and something else. Or, like, a MacBook Air with some customization plus an M1 Mac Mini. I would still end up cheaper than an iPhone 13 Pro Max with one terabyte of storage. Ooh, that's rough. That's really rough. That's it for the 13 Pro and Pro Max. In the US, all iPhone 13 models will be available to order on the 17th of September and will be out on the 24th. For the Philippines, there's no availability info just yet. But all we know is the pricing, which means it'll arrive kind of sooner. But we'll see because the precedent's not really there yet. So here we go. Here's the lineup. Would you get an iPhone 13 or would you get a competitor that folds? Just a thought. That's it for my full reactions of the Apple event. I hope I made sense throughout all this because I was basically reacting to the whole thing like after I watched the whole event. Before I end, I'm going to react to the event itself, like how they presented it. It was really cool. It was really chill. The vibe was really more chill than some of their past events. It was really focused on California, which they really appreciate because, you know, Apple's headquarters is in Cupertino, California. So, makes sense. But, yeah, I got a chill vibe from it, which is cool. I like it. So, yeah, that's it for my Apple event reactions episode. I hope you guys enjoy this spontaneity. Bye! Thanks for listening to this episode of Techie Speak, an Utterly Techie podcast. You can follow at Utterly Techie on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also check out UtterlyTechie.com in order to discover more of the techie life through tech news, reviews, and opinions. See you next week!